from the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's... To the truth. To the truth. To the truth. It was unlike anything ever observed from Earth. Called by the Hawaiian name Oumuamua, this object continues to baffle scientists. No one can say for sure why it deviated from its expected trajectory and actually sped up as it was moving away from the sun. But is Earth unique? Given the bomb- Welcome everyone to the What is Truth podcast. I am your host, Wheezy. I have the privilege, the honor to join or to have Mr. Bart Cybrell join us today. He is a well-known filmmaker of a funny thing happened on the way to the moon and astronauts gone wild. He was also a legend by having the privilege or I don't know if it's privilege, but getting sucker punched, if you will, by an astronaut and a kick in the behind. (laughs) I view that as a badge of honor, sir. Um, And it is a true, true pleasure to have you on today. How are you, sir? Good, Wheezy. How about yourself? I am doing rather exquisite. I I can't tell you how how excited I was to get you on, and it was kind of a quick uh, notice, short notice, and we were able to pull it off. So I can't thank you enough for that. Sure, no problem. Actually, I just did one a few minutes ago, so I thought, well, it'd be pretty easy to do them back to back instead of having to set up twice. So why not? Yeah, yeah. You're you are a busy, busy. Man, so for those that may not know of your work, could you give us a little little refresher? Well, um, I started out as an actor, and uh, after doing, I don't know, a uh, hundred or so performances on stage, uh, I thought uh, I could write a play. I mean, who is this total stranger whose words I'm treating like gospel? <laughs> I could write one. So I wrote a play and started producing plays, and then I thought, you know, these would make good short films. So I met somebody who had a production facility and we used his professional equipment to adapt my plays into films. And so I guess you could say my uh, expertise is filmmaking, which is basically making fake scenes look real. So when I came upon the moon landing photographs, uh, which I believe to be real my whole life, In fact, I had them on my bedroom wall from the age of 4 to 14. So I saw the moon pictures 3,650 days in a row thinking they were real. And then when a gentleman who used to work for NASA suggested otherwise, I went to my bedroom wall as a 14-year-old. And lo and behold, I started realizing my eyes were wide shut. And I started seeing the difference between the real soil and the fake backgrounds. And It just kind of planted a seed in my brain, and when I did become a filmmaker around the age 24, uh, I was actually producing a program for the guy who had made the television program I'd seen 10 years earlier. So I asked him who was that guy. He put me in touch with him, who suggested that I make a movie about it called uh, Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon. Originally, I turned down the Project Wheezy because I thought, you know, if they didn't go, it could be dangerous. So I didn't want to risk my life or something you know, like a fake moon landing. However, uh, another five years went by. I started to read the Bible over and over and over again, cover to cover, five times in a row. And I realized, you know, there is right and wrong, good and evil, truth and lies, and we're held accountable at the at the end of our life. 
And if they faked the moon landing, that's really more profound historically than if they had actually gone. So I realized I'm going to die anyway. I might as well die for a just cause. And if they did fake the moon landing, that would mean uh, an important truth that mankind needs to know. So I was financed by a board member of an aerospace company who builds rockets for NASA, who knew the moon landings were fake, who thought it was uh, his patriotic duty, gave me a million dollars to produce these movies. And in the course of producing the films under the theory, maybe the moon missions were fake, I discovered that they were. I discovered classified footage of fake photography. And in my new book, Moon Man, the true story of a filmmaker on the CIA hit list, which you can get at my last name, sabrell.com, I give you an eyewitness deathbed testimony from the chief of security of a particular military base here in America who stood beside President Johnson while they filmed Apollo 11 in a fake studio in an airplane hangar at a military base the year beforehand. So Moon Man is kind of divided into three sections. The first third, you could say, is about how and why we didn't go to the moon. The next third is my behind-the-scenes espionage adventures that I've never discussed before, including being drugged and kidnapped by the CIA while I investigated this. And then the last third is, you know, now that I've proven that the moon missions were indeed falsified and the government hasn't come clean about it, this means these criminals are running our country to this day. And that's an alarming state for us to be in. So if they're lying about that and lying about who killed Kennedy and lying about 9-11 and lying about this little adventure we've been going through for two years, this is a very serious matter. And then, you know, my own study of this last little adventure we've been going through, uh, I've come to the conclusion that they're kind of, in their minds, lowering down the number of people on the earth and what they uh, see as a gradual way to prepare for a, a, some sort of cosmic event like a comet or asteroid that's heading toward Earth. And that that's really what they're most concerned about. And that's why they're kind of initiating soft martial law and incremental steps to basically prepare for that event. Yeah, very, very concerning times that we are currently going through. Uh, yeah, when you look at the COVID situation and you look at Bill Gates, for example, a well-known eugenicist. His grandfather was a eugenicist. His dad was a eugenicist. He's repeatedly said that one of the biggest problems the world faces is population, overpopulation. And for people to go along with his little experimental vaccine uh, from someone that feels that the world is overpopulated. I mean, how do you not connect the dots? I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I'm so happy that I never had to take it. And out here in Florida, it's been pretty much open the entire two years. And I work through three Florida counties, uh, all day, every day. It's been, I mean, you see a couple of people, not anymore. I haven't seen anyone wear a mask for a while now, but, you know, even in the last couple of years, it was only a handful, handful of people wearing masks and we were open. And I live in a small town where the the average age is in the 70s, I believe. So it's an older, older uh, population, you know, where I'm at. 
Um, and if we were to go by what the the mainstream narrative was talking about, I would I should have seen piles and piles of dead folks everywhere. I'd open my door and there should have been genocide in this little town. And all these maskless old folks were just fine. Uh, you know, it's just a huge, huge exaggeration. And when you really look at it, it's just to push a bigger agenda. Um, and that's what that's what's scary. A lot of people are still asleep, if you will, and don't see it for what it is. Um, when when you, you you know you mentioned earlier how you studied uh, photography and whatnot. What how do you feel about uh, Stanley Kubrick's work? Um, you know, one of the biggest criticisms, or you know, the the people that that want to debunk quote-unquote uh, moon landing denial you know denialism one of the things they say and i've heard neil degrasse tyson say it as well as other quote-unquote intelligent folks say is that um it would be it would be a lot easier just to get to the moon rather than fake it my rebuttal to that is like hell i i don't buy that excuse at all because if you look at uh 2001 space odyssey that <laughs> That looks just like any of the NASA footage, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. They're saying the opposite of the truth as if it's the truth. There was a recent film came out, The Martian. So did they go to Mars to film it on location? Because that's a lot easier than building sets, right? Yeah. No, yeah. it's not. I mean, it's, it's just the exact opposite is the truth. You can prove the moon landings are fake simply with deductive reasoning. What they have today, you know, which is five decades better technology than 1969, the farthest that a NASA can send an astronaut from the Earth is only 250 miles. Yeah. So imagine a city 250 miles away, make that vertical, and that's as far as they can go into outer space with five decades better technology. Right. So what they're claiming is when they had one millionth of computing power in all of NASA than a cell phone, they went a thousand times further with 1960s equipment on the first attempt. So how can technology be a thousand times more po powerful 50 years ago than it is today? That would be like Toyota saying, you know, 50 years ago, we made a car that can go 50,000 miles on a gallon of gasoline. But I don't know why. But today, our best car can only go 50 miles when he... But, you know, obviously yeah. the original claim is fake. If the moon landing hadn't become a god to people, then they would accept the fact that they didn't go. It's never happened in the history of the world that a technological milestone once achieved, like first flight or the first atomic bomb, that 50 years later, no nation on Earth could repeat it when it really should be 10, 100, or 1,000 times more powerful. Lindbergh flew across the Atlantic in 1927. Imagine 50 years later no one could fly across the Atlantic when in only 10 years later, thousands of aircraft were flying across the Atlantic that were 100 times more complicated than his you know, aircraft. They blew up the first atomic bomb in 1945 and in only 10 years, atomic bombs were 1,000 times more powerful. So if they could go to the moon on the first attempt with one millionth the computing power of a cell phone, we would have been on Mars 10 years later We'd be in another solar system by now, and there would be bases all over the moon. There are bases at the South Pole, even though it's 100 degrees below zero and 100 mile per hour winds. Why? Because it's humanly possible. Maybe barely, but if it can be done, it will be done. If you could go to the moon on the first attempt, 
before cell phones and microwave ovens, then there would be bases there. The fact that there aren't bases there is actually proof that it can't be done because if it could be done, there would be bases there. Yeah, 100%. And I've played, I've done a a podcast on Operation Paperclip and whatnot. And one of the clips that, so for a long time, you know, I believe the, the, that we made it to the moon. And I remember when I was a young, a young kid, my dad, I think I was 19 at the time. And my dad told me that he, he was kind of joking, you know, your grandfather died in the seventies or I'm sorry, it was his grandfather. So my great grandfather died in the seventies, believing that the moon landings were faked. And I laughed about it. And then once I started waking up to the shenanigans of the world, I was like, Man, I I wish I could have gone, you know, be able to talk to my great grandfather and ask him why in his mind, you know, he thought they were fake. But I often play a clip when I talk about the moon landings of Neil deGrasse Tyson. I, you know, I subscribe to his uh, Star Talk podcast. And it's the only place where we've actually been. Yeah, you know, yeah, but, so. but even so, we hard know hardly anything. We we we've landed in six spots <laughs> on the. Imagine landing in six spots on Earth and saying, "Yeah, I got wow. Earth. We got Earth all sewn up." You yeah, know? but I'm just I, saying, I, like it's 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 kind of cool that we can go there. Like I'm surprised that we haven't gone back more and more to but find out. That we more. can go there is that we once went there. We uh, don't know how to go there today. We got nothing that'll get us there. So. What, why are you serious? Yes, dude. Come on, We're we can't. We can't go to the moon today. That's why, for most of the last 40 years, the comment, we can go to the moon, but we can, we can put a man on the moon, we can't. And the answer is we actually can't any longer put a man on the moon. Damn. On the moon. Yeah. Okay, yeah. this this show has depressed the hell out of me. <laughs> okay, well, look, Raquel is here to sort of to brighten our day. <laughs> right, figure out exactly. What's going on. I don't pay attention to, too much to it anymore because it's too ideologically driven. I try to stay away from things that are too far one way or the other. I, I like, I'm... I try to be more of a centrist when it comes to a lot of these things. But in one episode, uh, I can't remember the episode. I'll play a clip when I uh, re-edit this. But Neil uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's co-host, Chuck Nice, you know, they're talking about moon landing denialism and they're laughing about it. And Chuck Nice says, these guys are so stupid because if we wanted to, we could go to the moon tomorrow. And he's laughing. And Neil deGrasse Tyson cuts him up and goes, well, actually, we can't. We once could make it to the moon, but we no longer have the technology uh, to do it. It was at that point when I heard it from the horse's mouth himself, you know, a world-renowned astrophysicist, if you will, straight up admit that we don't have the technology or technological capabilities to make it to the moon. And so, as, as you pointed out earlier, deductive reasoning you know, when you look at TVs, you know, the old school TVs were were very expensive. And now you can get a flat screen, you know, 4K television for, you know, 65 inch for 500 bucks, you know. So technology improves and the cost of making this technology decreases, you know. And, you know, one of the one of the things that a lot of people that are ignorant to NASA's reasoning that we don't have the technology, will often say that, well, it's just too expensive. It has nothing to do with money. It, according to NASA's own words, we just don't have the technology to get through the 
Van Allen radiation belts, you know? So it's just fascinating to see how many people don't know these things. And it's just a lot of people don't take the time to to actually research things, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, what they're what they admit doing, NASA admits they deliberately destroyed the technology and the schematics and the blueprints and the original videotapes. They just say they destroyed them intentionally after spending $200 billion in today's dollars to do it. So has anyone ever done that in the history of the world? I mean, if you had $200 billion in cash, would you throw it into a furnace? If Bill Gates spent $200 billion to make the first supercomputer and it worked fabulous, would he then take the computer and all the designs and throw them into the furnace? No one would ever do that. They should have done that, perhaps, with the atomic bomb. And instead, the atomic bomb was a thousand times more powerful only 10 years later. So if they really went to the moon, they would never destroy such a valuable piece of equipment and such a valuable investment. Now, if they committed a fraud, that's exactly what they would do. So the fact that they destroyed all the equipment, all the diagrams, all the telemetry, all the videotapes is actually proof of the fraud. Because if you really went, you would not do that. And if you committed a fraud, that's what you would do. So they're proving the fraud by having destroyed all the equipment. It's like you can prove that Oswald didn't kill Kennedy because they won't release the files. Yeah. It's that simple. I mean, I don't understand what, what the confusion is. Yeah, with, the, with that, the JFK assassination, um, Supposedly, it was an open and shut case, right? They, uh, the guy, they uh, apprehended the guy that killed Kennedy. He got killed the next day, open and shut case, and yet there are tens of thousands of documents still missing and classified under national security reasons. How people don't put two and two together is beyond me. Well, they actually do put two and two together because seventy-five percent of the public doubts that Oswald killed Kennedy. 50% of the public says that uh, 9-11 did not uh, happen because of airplanes. And 3,000 engineers and architects are risking their lifelong reputations and their livelihoods saying so. So the public does know for some reason nothing is done about it. William Benny worked for NSA for uh, 30 years in upper management. He says, uh, one of the things we do, by the way, is we listen to the private cell phone conversations of Supreme Court justices. The purposes are that we can collect uh, financial and sexual impropriety on them so that we can blackmail them into voting the way that we tell them to do. He even goes on some mainstream media outlets. No one can. No one says it's not true. And the Justice Department doesn't investigate it. The Congress doesn't investigate that Supreme Court justices are being blackmailed. <laughs> they yeah. don't investigate it. <laughs> That's how corrupt our system is. That's how the government has n not been for a very long time, a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. Because the people elected Kennedy, they wouldn't kill him. The people certainly wouldn't, you know, kill 3,000 people in a, in a building, you know, in one day. And the people... Uh, wouldn't be faking the moon landing. You know, they would tell the truth. They'd either say, let's, you know, if we can't do it, I guess we'll, we'll have to say we can't do it. But the fact is the government did kill their own president. They did uh, bring down 9-11 and blame it on, you know, foreign terror boogeymen. And they did fake the moon landing. And that's why it's important for these things to come out. And, 
you know, the moon landing fraud probably killed the fewest number of people. There are probably more Kennedy assassination eyewitnesses who got killed than those to cover up the moon landing fraud. However, it's the one, you know, crime of the government that if exposed would probably bring about the most change because it has such an emotional bond in people's hearts. They prayed right. for them. They cried for them. And then they held ticker tape parades and gave them medals of honor for lying. Our national heroes are giving medals because they're such good liars. And they're called medals of honor. Honor for lying. How does that work? Yeah. You, you know, and then it gets even worse. You know, I, some people ask me uh, when they're in, when they're interviewing me, well, what difference does it make? They fake the moon landing. And, you know, in the big picture, that would be true without the following information. The fact is, according to a widow of dead astronaut Gus Grissom and son of dead astronaut Gus Grissom, who's a 747 pilot, so I don't think he's an idiot. They say that their father and husband was murdered by the CIA and he would have been the first man to walk on the moon, but he was a whistleblower. He had congressional reports he was going to file about how they were a decade or more away from going to the moon rather than, you know, 24 months. He said none of this equipment works. He can't get an, a wired intercom to work between two buildings. And I show a clip and a funny thing happened on the way to the moon. I don't point it out, but you can go back and look at it. They're like weeks away from going to the moon. The media is filming them, you know, with a rehearsal set, you know, with the fake lunar module. And they're in their fake suits and with a fake little lunar landing, you know, set up. And they have like this, you know, pickup grab tool, you know, that you always see elderly people, you know, when you drop right. it or whatever, you can pick it up. So he has one of those designed by NASA to pick up the first moon rock and the thing falls apart. <laughs> they can't even build a, a pickup stick in 1969 to pick up the first moon rock without it falling apart. It falls apart right on camera, right in front of everybody. So how can they make the spacesuit survive <laughs> radiation? And how can they make a rocket? You know, it's never happened in the history of aviation that a newly designed aircraft got off the ground in the first attempt. Not a single time, never happened. Didn't happen to the biplane. Didn't even happen to the 747, which was built with 10 years newer technology than the moon rocket. They had 168 engine failures trying to get that fuselage off the ground before it worked. So why is it that never in the history of aviation a flying machine worked on the first occasion that the most complicated one ever built worked on the first occasion? It's double, double unlogical. You know, it just boggles the mind that people think that we can have 1,000 times greater technology 50 years ago than we can today. Of course... Even if, you know, 100% of the people believed it and 100% of the people knew 9-11 was a fraud and 100% of the people knew that Oswald did not kill Kennedy, probably nothing would still be done about it. I'm not sure exactly why these people who are running the world, who are running our government, are gangsters and they're basically using extortion. So you have to ask, okay, so William Benny a respected NSA employee admits on national TV that Supreme Court justices are being blackmailed by the CIA and the NSA. Why is nothing done about it? Why is not, I mean, they hold congressional hearings if, you know, baby powder causes toxicity. So why aren't they investigating the CIA blackmailing Supreme Court justices, which is going on right now? Well, 
Why is that? I guess it's because the people who run those departments are appointed by corrupt presidents. And when the honest rank and file underneath them want to investigate it, they say, if you do, you're fired. And then they're blackmailed because they will kill you or will kill your family or will release that you're really gay when you say you're straight or really straight when you say you're gay or you got a girlfriend when you're married or whatever dirt they have on people. Or they just bribe them and most people go along willingly. You know, they bribed the astronauts. They, you know, were paid a lot of money uh, for allegedly walking on and the moon. And they became celebrities. You know, yeah, and some of them ate it up, and some of them had the common sense never to be interviewed. Uh, that's why two of the three astronauts on the first mission didn't want to talk about it. You know, I went to the National Archives, and I said, can you please show me a picture of Neil Armstrong standing on the surface of the moon? They looked and looked and looked and couldn't find one. They came out scratching their heads. They went back in. They looked. They couldn't find one. They went in again. How come there's not a picture of the first man to walk on the moon standing there on the moon? Because yeah. he didn't want his picture taken. Now, the excuse is, well, he was taking the picture, so he's not in any of them. Well, I think if it's, you know, 500 degrees difference between light and shadow and micro you know, meteorites, radiation, and you might drop the thing, you know, might want to have a backup camera or two or three, but he didn't want to have anything to do with it, doesn't want to give interviews. And then on the 25th anniversary, and I show this in the film, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon, which you can see for free at Sibrel, S-I-B-R-E-L.com. On the 25th anniversary, he's like holding back tears, saying to high school students going through the White House at the time, perhaps someday you'll be able to remove one of truce's protective layers. Yeah, and that was during so, the Clinton uh, Clinton years, right? Yeah. Clinton's in the background. Yeah, and you know, if one person only claimed to have walked on the moon, they probably would have told the truth by now, but there's so many still around who claim they were on those flights or walked on the moon that they'd be really confessing for everybody else. It's like a bank robber turning themselves in and saying, oh, by the way, here's the names and addresses of my accomplices. So they're, they don't want to do that. They don't want to, I guess, ruin America. But the fact is, America's already ruined if they're faking the moon landing. They somehow yeah. think, even honest people in the government, well, now's not the time to you know, tell the truth about our corruption. Well, that's just going to make the corruption worse. So, I mean, you can paint over mold, you know, and it'll keep coming back. And the more you do it, the worse it gets. You can have gangrene on your arm and pretend you don't. And it's just going to spread to the rest of your body and kill you. So unless the government cleans up, the, you know, there's, um, I don't know what, a house cleaning, as uh, I think Eisenhower or Truman said there must be, then we're, we're doomed. We're doomed to fall. And, and it is already falling apart. I, I went to lunch uh, yesterday at Chipotle across the street. I asked for a spoon. Sorry, we don't have spoons. We can't get them. You know, I live in a building with two elevators full of handicapped people in wheelchairs. And one elevator has been out for a month and it's probably going to be out for another month. Have they even thought what are they going to do if the other elevator goes out with handicapped people on the top floors who want to go to the store or the hospital? I mean, the country I, I drove. I live in the state of Tennessee. 20 years ago, it was voted best roads in the entire country by truckers. And I just drove down the road not too long ago. Brand new tires hit a pothole so, so deep, it destroyed two brand new tires of the highest quality. And they're mm. big tires. The place is falling apart. And it's only going to get worse. 
And so I'm relocating, you know, to another place that the Deagle report shows a population increase in 2025, because if the Deagle report is true and we have every indication that it is because their 68 percent population, you know, decline projection is coincidentally the same number of people, 68 percent who got the RNA injection. What a coincidence. And then all the countries that gave a non-MNRA injection, like Asia, like the Philippines, like China, like you know Thailand, they show populations going up in 2025. Isn't that interesting? And United Kingdom had even a higher percentage of people who took the shot, and they have a higher percentage of depopulation projected for 2025. It's remarkable. So... Again, I said at the beginning, you know, why are they doing this? I think they're deliberately creating a obviously fake pandemic to encourage people, trick people into getting this shot to gradually lower the population because there's something like a comet or asteroid heading our way that they want to basically control the depopulation. So, you know, half the world doesn't die in six months from a comet strike and you can you know, this isn't even really my opinion. I'm just putting the pieces together. Just as uh, Janet Napolitano had some uh, last words to say, just like Eisenhower, you know, warning us of the deep state his last day in office because he was too afraid to be shot if he said it while he was in office. Janet Napolitano on her last day said a natural disaster is coming that has never happened before in the USA. And whoever follows me in office is going to have a big headache dealing with it. Well, there's three clues in there, Wheezy. We know it's a natural disaster that's coming. We know it's never happened in the history of America. And we know it's a natural disaster that somehow you could know about years in advance. So here in America, we've had volcanoes, earthquakes, fire, flood. And you can't predict an earthquake or a volcano years in advance. But you could predict a comet or an asteroid, or a rogue planet, years in advance because of mathematics. It's never happened before in America, and it's a natural disaster that's never happened, and it's a natural disaster that you can know about years in advance. So that's got to be. That's the only piece that fits the puzzle. And so really, Moon Man, and it, it, all this really isn't my opinion. I'm just sharing with you eyewitnesses who were there when they filmed the fake moon landing. Eyewitnesses who worked at NASA who said, you know, the equipment can't possibly go to the moon. Yeah. You, so in your, you know, since you've been covering it in depth, in your opinion, what is the most damning piece of evidence? Like if, if you were to talk to someone that, no, 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 I, I believe the official story, uh, you're nuts. What would you present to them as the most damning evidence? Well, seeing how uh, I think I, I know a, which one you're going to show, but just for people well, watching, uh, I don't have the video queued up, but I'm going to go ahead and share screen here. And uh, I have uh, a lot of choices here. Uh, I'm not sure. I guess it's this one here. Start sharing. I guess you can see my screen. Let me just leave this up here here. But first, uh, it's this. I mean, you can prove the moon landing fraud with this one picture. Here, in sunlight, because the sun is 93 million miles away and throws shadows in the same direction over an entire continent, it's going to throw shadows in the same direction over the moon. And, of course, the sun is 20 times brighter on the moon than it is on Earth because it doesn't have any atmosphere. So you're not going to need electrical lighting so that you can see. You know, it's so bright. 
So here's how the shadows should be on the moon, the same as they are on the Earth, parallel, never intersecting because it's impossible. Because if you move to the left or right, you know, the sun is so much bigger than the Earth, it's not going to affect the direction of the shadow. Now, here's a picture from the last alleged mission to the moon, Apollo 17. You have an astronaut shadow going at 12 o'clock and a rock about five feet away going at nine o'clock. Well, yeah. that's because <laughs> the light source is like 10 feet away. It's yeah. an electrical light. It looks like it's behind the astronaut. And because it's at an angle for this rock, it's throwing it off. This is all the proof that you need that the moon missions were shot with electrical light, which means they're shot on Earth because they claim they were shot in sunlight. So it's uh, pretty straightforward. And then we have... Uh, classified footage of fake photography from uh, the first mission to the moon of them faking a shot of pretending to be halfway to the moon, which you can see. And a funny thing happened on the way to the moon and four out of five people who see it reverse their opinion who previously believed the moon landings are real. Then you have a third track of audio of the CIA telling them not to answer NASA right away because it would give away that they're only 250 miles above the Earth and there's supposed to be this great radio delay as if they're halfway to the moon. So they count off one, two, three, four. You hear talk and you realize they're being prompted to create this fake radio delay. And then we have an eyewitness who was there and stood beside President Johnson at a particular military base, which I mentioned in the book, where he eyewitnessed them faking the, the fake moon landing. Then you have the logic that they can't have greater technology a thousand times greater 50 years ago than they do today. There's just so much proof that the moon missions are fake and so little proof that they're real other than the testimony of three liars, a TV picture completely controlled by the government. That's it. That's all they got to show for themselves. Yeah, and your documentary, uh, Astronauts Gone Wild, you interview several of them, and some of them are pretty damn good liars, but then they start squirming at certain times, and it's just gold how you how you get them. You know, they, they, for them to be completely ignorant regarding the Van Allen radiation belts, these are astronauts. They were getting ready to go on the moon, and they don't know exactly how the van allen radiation belts work i mean that's one of the one of the more damning pieces <laughs> i just can't help but but well, yeah, uh, I mean, applaud you for that. that my my book is interactive it has 15 video links and you they're all at sabrell.com you can watch them for free right now basically i write a chapter and i say to understand what i'm about to talk about watch this video and then i write a little bit more and i say now watch this one of the clips is NASA's own employee saying that the technology to survive leaving Earth orbit uh, on the way to the moon, it has yet to be invented. So how did they do it back in 1969? You know, and then when I want to talk to the guy, they won't let him talk to the media anymore because he, oops, you know, confessed that basically indirectly the moon landings are fake. If they don't have the technology to leave Earth orbit in a manned vehicle today, and it has never been invented yet, even today, they're still working on it, then they can't leave Earth orbit in 1969. I mean, it, it was discovered, I don't know, several years ago in Amsterdam, this rock that Neil Armstrong claims he personally picked up and personally gave to the Prime Minister of the Netherlands. The guy opens it up, you know, 40 years later, puts it under a microscope, and even though it looks, you know, weird and like it's from outer space, it's really just petrified wood. 
And so unless the trees are growing on the moon, it's a fake moon rock. And yet no one asks, okay, if the rocks are fake, what about the missions? So, I mean, if, if people don't have a sentimental attachment, if they haven't made a god out of putting a man on the moon, which a lot of people have, then with a little bit of evidence, they can see plainly that they didn't go to the moon. So I think if uh, the government is willing to kill their own president, which 75% of us already believe, and they're willing to you know, kill 3,000 people in a day, which half of us already believe, and if they're willing to fake the excuse for entering the Vietnam War, which killed a million people, which John McNamara, former defense secretary, admits they just made that up, the Gulf of Tonkin. So if they're willing to fabricate the killing of a million people, think they might be willing to fabricate a tv picture don't you think oh yeah and not to mention uh the nazis they recruited to to start nasa you tell people normies about this and a lot of them find it hard to believe and then even after they some of them still well you know it, it was it was back then and so a lot of times when people dismiss stuff especially if it happened in the 60s or 70s I usually bring up the Jeff Epstein case, you know, that's a more current event and look at the cover up there. Maxwell was convicted, quote unquote, and some people thought it was justice served. I didn't think it was justice served because the client list wasn't mentioned. You know, who who was she uh, prostituting these little girls to, you know, who were these big wigs? We never got that. And the judge uh, sealed it. The judge didn't allow it. So if you want a current event of government corruption and conspiracy, look no further than the than the Epstein uh, debacle. So, I mean, like you were saying, the, the evidence is overwhelming. Why in your mind do you think they they took on this feat? You know, there's there's a camp that of people that say that it was to kind of give a moral boost uh, to to the you know, to the populace. I mean, we were going through the JFK assassination, RFK, MLK, Malcolm X, Fred Hampton, uh, Vietnam, all these, all these terrible, terrible things going on in the 60s, turbulent times for sure. And so some people view it as, you know, going to the moon was a way to kind of give a morale boost to the people. Other people say that they actually intended to to actually go to the moon uh warner von braun claimed that we needed a rocket three times the size of the empire state building to get there and uh they tried and then once they figured out that there was no way in hell that they were gonna make it they decided to fake it uh wh where where do you fall as far as why they they threw us this mythology or fairy tale well the soviets had launched the first satellite the first animal, the first man, the first woman, the first spacewalk, the first crew of three, and the first of two spacecraft simultaneously. For every 100 hours we spent in space, they spent 500 hours. They were much more advanced than we were, and it was an embarrassment. So after our astronaut went up and only went from the east coast to the west coast, and that was it, after the Soviets had already orbited the entire Earth, Kennedy, a visionary, not a scientist, misspoke and said, three days later, hey, let's set a goal to put a man on the moon by the end of the decade. Well, it's too late. He even said so himself. He wished he had not said it because now it committed us to this, you know, insane deadline. Um, if they can't go to the moon today and if China 
the most industrialized nation on earth with 50 years better technology says it's going to take 15 years to develop the technology to stand a man on the moon, then how could they do it in half the time with 50 years older technology? So at some point, uh, they were either going to you know, decide to tell the truth, we can't do it, we're going to look like we bit off more than we can chew on the world stage, or like a good poker player, they have a pair of twos and the other guy's got three threes, they go all in, they bluff. And that's what they did. So, you know, if someone steals a million dollars, it's not just one thing they could do with it. There's a lot of things they could do with it. And it's not really just one reason why they faked it. There's a multitude of reasons or benefits in their mind that they got from it. First, they didn't make the country look like a fool. And, of course, my film opens up where there is pride, then comes a fall. So it was pride that caused them to fake it. And I believe it will be exposed. They will be brought down by this. And then secondly, yeah, Nixon said the number one threat to the United States is Vietnam War protesters. Can you believe that? And so this gave us a pep rally, something to cheer about. You know, our team is going to win. Nixon didn't even have the guts to show up to the launch because he knew it was fake and he didn't want to be associated with it if the truth were to come out. After they faked it two or three times, finally the guy shows up. Can you believe that? And then they embezzled what's now two hundred billion dollars gangsters you know may have a fried chicken place and they're really running you know gambling in the back room and so the united states criminals gangsters that who lead this country they you know create these fronts called nasa you know will go to the moon or send a probe to jupiter i mean i don't understand why a probe to venus would cost one billion dollars and that was like 15 years ago. Imagine what it would cost today. What they're really doing with the money, who, who knows? Uh, they have all these black budgets. Uh, right before 9-11, I think it was... Uh, 1.3 trillion. Yeah. Uh, Rumsfeld, it was, who revealed, oh, and by the way, we've misplaced $2,300 billion. $2.3 trillion. trillion. So yeah. what, well, a couple what of years are they ago, doing with that money? And I'll... I'll, I'll, I'll I'll tell you what I would do if I were them and evil. I would buy up AT&T. I would buy up Facebook. I would buy up YouTube and Google. And that's exactly what that's they have exactly done. That's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. And so they control all that. They may say, you know, so-and-so owns it, but that's just not the truth. And the whole depopulation thing's not true either. Uh, the whole world uh, could fit, the population could fit In into Texas. the state of Texas. Yeah. So yeah. Elon Musk is smart enough to admit that this is a lie to pass on their agenda. And another word for eugenics uh, is racism. Uh, Bill Gates' parents founded Planned Parenthood to get rid of black people because they thought they were inferior. Yeah, and Margaret Singer. And that's why all the, or most of the Planned Parenthoods are in black neighborhoods and why black babies are aborted five to one over white babies. They are racist. Bill Gates, you know, the Bible says out of the overflowing of the heart, the mouth cannot help but speak. He said one of the tools to lower the population is vaccines. Now, wait a minute. If vaccines improve your health, then you're going to live longer and have more babies and the world's going to be more populated. So how can vaccines, you know, I, I just saw there's a film coming out, looks like tomorrow, about an event that happened, I think, you know, eight, going on 10 years ago. I've mentioned it so many times, and they're finally doing a film about it. Well, back eight to 10 years ago, uh, the 
glorious Bill Gates and his World Health Organization, who he tells what to do by giving them money, just like when you give your you know, servant money, they do what you say. Uh, they were doing Kenya a favor. Remember, Bill Gates hates black people, and they're black people in Kenya. He says, we're going to do you a favor here. We're going to give you all these free tetanus vaccines. And I say, great. You know, our men need that. They're doing construction. They get rusty nails. And I said, no, no, no. We're just going to give them to the women. And only between the age of 15 and 45, childbearing ages. And instead of getting one shot that normally lasts 10 years, they're given three shots in six months. I'm like, the doctors who are pro-vaccine say, that's kind of odd. So they get a vial, they send it off to a lab, and it has sterilization medicine in it. It's sterilizing women, taking women, preventing them from ever having children against their consent. And this is Bill Gates. This is a fact. You would think that would be national news. You would think Bill Gates sterilizing millions of people against their will without their knowledge would be a major, major story. No one says it never happened. The, the Kenyan doctors who are pro-vaccines admit it happened, and they let it happen. And, and yet, instead, the news is doing a story about how Biden got a new cat. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the, the whole deal with vaccines comes in large part to a lot of ignorance that people have regarding them, you know? And when you really, really look at... I, I just finished uh, not too long ago... Uh, RFK Jr.'s book on the real Anthony Fauci, and he goes hard in there. Uh, there's also a, a couple of documentaries, Vaxxed uh, Part 1 and Vaxxed Part 2, which are great. I think Dell Big Tree produced those. And when you see vaccines in the real light, uh, I don't know. I don't see why anyone would want to take any vaccines. I mean, th there was a, surprisingly a documentary that I watched a couple of weeks ago. It was on YouTube. I don't know if it's still on or not, but this uh, film was produced in the late 90s, I believe, 98, 99. And it was about the origin of AIDS. And this film uh, proposes that the AIDS, uh, AIDS came about from uh polio vaccines that had uh they they had been using a certain kind of monkey uh monkey parts for the polio vaccine but for this for a batch that was sent to the congo they ended up using chimpanzee parts and that is what they theorized caused the aids uh deal well here's and, something yeah i mean that's interesting and it could be true but it's speculative here's something that's not speculative AIDS has been around for 50 years. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a virus. So why is it uh, AIDS, which is a virus, has been around for 50 years. They know the virus so well that they include a dead AIDS particle in some COVID injections. They admit it in their videos online. They say it's harmless. It's a dead particle. How come there's never been a vaccine for AIDS in 50 years? COVID pops on the scene. There's a vaccine in six months. Yeah. That that is not disputable. That fact, that illogic. So something's not right with this picture. And when the reporter who leaks out that, oh, by the way, he looked at government documents and for some strange reason, Anthony Fauci makes more than the president of the United States. He's the highest paid federal employee. Then that reporter's doors are kicked down by the FBI. You know, a few yeah. days later, I wonder who made that phone call. You well, know, Carrie Mullis. 
Harry <laughs> Mullis and the PCR test. The guy who designed it, yeah, it's yeah. weird. The guy who designs the test says it'll give you a false positive 95% of the time, and it's like, that's exactly why they used it for to, to say that to inflate these numbers, you know, 100,000 people are infected or whatever they want to lie. And then, you know, I, you know, all this, the motorcycle crash is COVID. Uh, yeah. When he hit his head on a telephone pole, the guy shooting himself in the head is COVID. My wife was the care provider for the first COVID death in the state of Tennessee, who was already in the hospital on hospice care because he was dying of cancer. Oh, why do we call it? So the administrator well, is fine, you know? The, the- the funny thing is that they they count all those deaths under COVID. You know, you, you get in a motorcycle. That happened here in Florida. Uh, the family made a big stink. They're like, no, he didn't die of COVID. It was a tragic motorcycle accident. But then when the Roe v. Wade deal came out, a lot of people were saying it probably came out because uh, a lot of the vaccine documents were you know, showed that the vaccine was in fact dangerous and that many people had died taking the the vaccine. And then when the fact checker websites went on that, they were saying, no, 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 no. Some of these people that didn't die because of the vaccination, they died because of other reasons. So they want to have it both ways, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, I I read a fact checking article about whether or not an mRNA injection uh, changes your DNA or not. And the top of the article said, mRNA vaccines do not change your DNA. And the very last word of the article says, well, they do change your DNA, but just by a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it's contradicting yeah, it, its it, own article. What, the, I couldn't believe pro- it. It's mind-boggling. The problem is a lot of people don't even realize it. Uh, they need to follow the money with these fact-checking websites. A lot of them have ties to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation or, you know, or... The John Hopkins, um, all these, all these big pro-vaccine places. So when you see these fact-checking, when you use a fact-checker, you got to keep that in mind. Well, of course, they're not going to say anything negative about vaccines. They're funded by these guys, by Big I mean, Pharma. It's, it's pretty simple. Uh, a fact-checker, basically, if, they, if that's what they call themselves, they're basically trying to squash the truth. That's exactly what they're, they're a truth squasher is what they really are. And they're so concerned that people are going to know the truth. It's like uh, if they really went to the moon, then anyone who says otherwise is an idiot, right? Yeah. And yet there's like you type in a funny thing happened on the way to the moon. You don't get that. You get a, a film about how I'm wrong. You type in moon landing fraud. You don't get that. You get about how the moon landings are real. So if, and, moon landing, if you type your name, uh, Bart Sabrell. What happens? You t- everyone listening to this, just Google Bart Sabrell and see what happens. A big old box comes up by Wikipedia, you know, calling uh, yourself a conspiracy theorist, uh, you know, trying to make you out like some kind of looney tune and, and fraud and all this crap. They're so scared of you, you, you know. It, well, I mean, it, I take that as a badge of honor for, for well, them to do that. Yeah, if they really went to the moon. Than anyone, and it's so obvious that anyone who says otherwise is an idiot. So why are there, you know, like a hundred YouTube videos that took tens of thousands of hours produced and millions of dollars? Why are they so many videos to try to convince silly people who think the moon landings are fake that they're real? I mean, there wouldn't be any point. I mean, if I was going on national TV saying Mickey Mouse was the first president, not George Washington, do you think there'd be a hundred videos? to reassure the public no it'd be speak for itself so thou dost protest too much and you know 
uh, what can I say? I mean, the National Geographic did this, you know, silly special to allegedly investigate the moon landing fraud, all the while they're being paid by the U.S. government. And they said, well, we'll prove Bart, you know, wrong about these intersecting shadows. So they went out to a desert at night and put up a big electrical spotlight, had two people stand by one another and said, look, the, the shadows intersect. So that's normal. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, you're actually proving me right because you're simulating the intersecting shadows with an electrical light, not sunlight. I mean, the narrator says, well, we can't duplicate the sun. Sure you can. You just wait 12 hours and stand out in the same desert in, in sunlight and you'll see that the shadows are parallel. So it's amazing. They went on national TV saying that this evidence of intersecting shadows with an electrical light proves me wrong when it's the very thing that proves me right. And somehow, I guess people are so asleep they think the evidence that proves the fraud is the evidence that proves it's genuine. I, I guess that's what they're thinking. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, you know, have you heard from any of these astronauts? You know, I found it weird how you were able to interview quite a few of them and not, they didn't, and maybe it's because cell phones didn't exist back then, but you know, if these guys were any smart, they'd contact each other. Hey, Stay away from this guy. He's gonna, he's gonna yeah. bring this stuff up. And you know, they all let you. Some of them let you inside their home and whatnot. But do you, you know, there's been a clip of Buzz Aldrin talking to a little girl and basically admitting that they didn't go to the moon. Have you? I'm sure you've seen that clip that I'm talking about, right? Sure. I mean, he fumbled and said something he wasn't supposed to say, and so you'll see. You know, from this point forward and from that point forward, whenever he's giving these interviews, he's got a handler sitting right beside him. Uh, you, you may remember a clip of uh, George Bush Jr. Uh, being interviewed, I don't know, five years ago, 15 years after 9-11, and asked about it. What did he think? And he said, I think it's a conspiracy. And then his wife looks yeah, at him like yeah, this. His, yeah, wife, yeah, yeah. his wife is his handler. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then George you know, Bush Jr. Uh, messed up just a, about a week ago, remember? Uh, he was talking about Putin and how dare, you know, a, a, a power pick on a, a smaller power or something along those lines. I thought it was he ate poop and thought it was a hot dog, but maybe he got it right. <laughs> but he, he slipped up. Well, some people are saying he slipped up. Other people are saying he probably purposely did it because they they now I don't think these these scumbags hide it anymore. It's just out in plain sight. They don't even care because they know that the vast majority of people aren't not going to pay too much attention to it or make a big fuss about it. It's it, it's pretty pretty wild. Yeah, I mean, they they used to say back when they would threaten you, be careful, bullets are cheap. And now they're so in control of everything, they say, you're not worth a bullet. And yeah. they, they just let you be. Because, I mean, if William Benny, who worked for the NSA for 30 years, goes on national TV, and even, I think, mainstream media, I think he was on Good Morning America or NBC saying it, the NSA is blackmailing Supreme Court justices. Nothing's done about it. Because the Congress and the Senate and the Justice Department and the FBI directors who should be investigating this are part of the people who are also being blackmailed. That's why Operation they, Mockingbird. 
Yeah, and that's how bad it is. So my last chapter of the book, How to Get Out of This Mess, makes a few suggestions on how to have a government that's not corrupt as far as the rules. Set up the rules in such a way that corruption has a harder time fighting through them. One of which is to do like the inventors of democracy did, Greece. They had a democracy from for 200, I'm sorry, for 500 years. And they selected their officials the same way we select a jury that often decides life or death for a person uh, by lottery. You know, I think 90% um, of the public wanted labeling that if something contained a GMO, it would say contains GMO. 90% of the public. I even think there was so much pressure on Congress that they passed a law that said that must happen. And then the president at the time vetoed it. Now, if it's a government of the people, by the people, and for the people, and 90% of the people want something, the president shouldn't have power to say otherwise. And if there, if these elected officials, you know, the Congress and the Senate were chosen at lottery, I mean, there could be some regulations. You have to uh, be, you know, 25 or older. You have to not have a felony in the last seven years. You have to be a, you know, natural born citizen, something like that. That, and if you had a one term limit, you all these people would have no one to be accountable to except their own consciences and the people of this country. And that would that would be one way. And then you shouldn't allow the president shouldn't be allowed to appoint the director of the Justice Department and the FBI because, you know, regional FBI directors know all about the corruption in the in the presidency and the Congress and the Senate. And when they try to investigate it, they're told if you do so, you'll be fired. And so the president should not be allowed to appoint the head of the Justice Department or HUD or the FDA. Those should be elected from within because I think the rank and file of the FBI knows who's honest and who's not among their own kind and they hold their own elections and elect their own people. And that's, you know, what would help out a lot. And then you have to understand if uh, trickle-down economics works, meaning you give tax breaks to the rich people so that they can hire more butlers and it helps the butler class, then trickle-up economics must work too. Because if a, a piece of wire can have electricity go down at left to right, it can go down right to left. So instead of giving the bankers who caused the economic crisis $3 trillion and giving each American $1,000, which is about half the one-month house payment, why not give all of that money to the American citizens, which would be about $20,000 each? Then they would buy washers and dryers and cars, and that would trickle up to the millionaires. They could do that. Why is it that the resident association can tell a homeowner not to put a garden in their front yard because it doesn't look good? No, the owner should have supremacy. The, the resident association should not be, it should be completely backwards. We allegedly have a democracy, but it's no different than the dictatorship we have everywhere in the world and throughout world history. Top down, do as we say. The owner should have say over what he puts in his front yard, not the resident association. And then if the uh, city allows guns and the resident association wants to have a gun-free zone, that's their right. The mayor shouldn't be able to tell the resident association where he doesn't live what to do. And then the governor of Sacramento, in Sacramento of California, shouldn't t be able to tell the mayor of Los Angeles what to do. He doesn't live there, you know, 
mind your own business. And then the president in this District of Columbia shouldn't be able to tell the governor of California what to do. So if we can, you know, govern from the top down and trickle down economics, we can just as easily trickle them up, which is actually more fair to the people of this nation, giving them $20,000 each and and giving the, the, tr the billionaires, bankers, nothing is what's fair. It still trickles up to them. And if you're going to have government, why not do it in reverse? Why not have the landowner have supremacy and then the resident association and then the mayor and have it go completely backwards? It would still work and it would be completely fair, you see? So the last chapter of the book called How to Get Out of This Mess suggests things like this that should be done, that could be done. They probably won't be done. And as you know, I believe in the Bible and Jesus said, things are gonna get so bad in the last days that unless God intervenes, which he will, no one will live. So I take that, Wheezy, to mean that the evil people, they're going to win. It, it, and they've only done a fabulous job so far, and they're only getting better. So I don't think there's much we could do except save yourself from this corrupt generation, repent of your own sin, get right with God so that you can live forever, and then they won't. And if you want to, move to the country or a country that's more secure and prepare for difficult times. I mean, right yeah. now, you can't get a spoon. You can't get elevator parts. You can't get a lot of stuff. I was going through some supplies I bought from Amazon to help prepare for difficult times ahead. And I noticed, number one, some of the things are 300% more in cost than they were just two years ago. And half the items aren't even available. Yeah, you got Bill Gates buying up all the farmland. And then in the last few weeks, three major chicken farms have, quote unquote, caught on fire, you know, oh, accidental fire. That. It's many more and, than and that. millions, millions of chickens have perished. Uh, they're talking about uh, the other day I was uh, listening to the radio and they were talking about a dollar per egg. Now, I do have my chickens. I am taking, you know, small measures as they may be. But uh yeah, I, I definitely agree that tough times are ahead and, and we have to, if we want any kind of chance, we need to start making preparations. We should have been on it months ago, but uh, yeah, if you are just now just starting, you can still you can still do things, but you need to get on it because it's going to get worse for sure. Yeah, and it's more than those three chicken farms. It's like uh, flour processing factories, canned good factories. There's been about 12 of those fires in food processing plants in about four months. So obviously that's arson. Obviously, if seven of 24 backup astronauts die in accidents in two and a half years, it's homicide. And obviously, if suddenly and 12, you know, 12 food processing factories in four months are being, you know, set on fire, it's arson. So somebody is deliberately trying to control the food supply the controlled demolition of the american yeah, well, empire you know, henry kissinger who is still alive can you believe it uh, so uh he says you control the food you control the people and they're doing it they're doing it bit by yeah. bit they want you to submit and they and why is the william benny's you know a fact eyewitness testimony that Supreme Court justices not being investigated because people are afraid to risk their lives. They are submitting to their overlords. And when you have to get a, an injection to get food, or you have to get a chip in your hand to get food, or you have to do this or do that to get food, people are probably going to do it. You know what I mean? And 100%. that's too bad. And if you really take it to the next step, why is it that our founding fathers 
after the Boston Massacre, were willing to die for what is right. Their wives were willing to die. Their children were willing to die. They were willing to risk all their property and all their lives. Why? Because what the British government was doing was morally wrong. Now, people let that go by. People in the government don't say anything. Don't come forward because they're so afraid they're going to lose their property or their lives. Well, why didn't our founding fathers have that same fear? Why were they willing to take a stand 245 years ago and no one's willing to take a stand now? I think I know why. People who entered college who believe in God, one year later, 75% of them no longer believe in God because of the brainwashing. Without God, and there is a God, things don't make themselves. If you doubt it, read the book, The Privileged Planet, which scientifically proves that there's design everywhere. And you can call it higher intelligence, God, whatever you want to call it. However, without a belief in God, that means there's no afterlife. And without an afterlife, this is it. And so people submit to blackmail. People submit to bribery. People submit to threats because they don't want to lose what they have because this is all that they have. You have to understand, I turned down making a funny thing happen on the way to the moon for fear of my life. I said, this could be true. And if I start investigating it, I could die. So I said, I'm not going to risk my life. Five years went by. I realized there is a God. There is right and wrong. There is a judgment to come. I'm going to die anyway. And if they fake the moon landing, that's more significant than if they're actually gone. It's a truth the world needs to know. I was willing to die. I'm willing to risk my life for it because that because what they did was wrong. And people need to do that. They need to wake up in the government. People need to start coming forward. There needs to be a cascade of whistleblowers exposing the corruption about the vaccine, the uh, pandemic, the moon landing fraud, 9-11, and all that stuff. 20 years later, you know, 9-11, not one case has gone to court. I mean, that makes no sense whatsoever. That's our justice system. 20 years, you can't find out what happened. So people, you're going to die anyway. And even if you don't believe in God, do you want to be remembered for all universal time as a coward, not standing up for what is right, giving in to coercion, blackmail, and bribery? Is that who you want to be numbered with for all time? Want a good legacy, 100%. Mr. Sabrell, you, you allowed me an hour and we went a little bit over and can't thank you enough. I would love to do it another one if, if you know, we get another chance down the road. Um, truly, truly appreciate your wisdom. And, you know, when when your videos, I, everyone go to sabrell.com, S-I-B-R-E-L.com. And you, you have all your videos there, right? And as yep. well as your books, uh, your new book, Moon Man. Um, go there. And if you're on the fence, just check out his stuff and you will you will see it. Those documentaries are I can't recommend them enough. Anyone on the fence, check them out. And it's important to know the truth. Would you rather would you want to believe in a fairy tale or the truth? You know, even if you are fully invested in the moon and, and that was your childhood uh, story, which it was for many of us, it's better to know the truth at the end of the day. So. Uh, I can't thank you enough, Mr. Sabrell. It was an awesome conversation. Uh, it was everything that I was hoping it was, and I, I can't thank you enough for that. No problem, Weezy. Thank you for your interest in the truth and for passing it along. Thank you, sir. Have a good evening. You too. Take care.
funny thing, my first big film Loved and hated like the heat of a kiln Hero to some, others wish dead Hard, hard success, hard, hard head Astronauts wild, I never flinched My armor was the truth I pinched Nervous now that I was groovy Sweaty palms just watching that movie I grew up dreaming to tell my stories Of fancy tales of angelic glory Instead my train derailed by truth My dear old grandma, old, old Ruth She said the truth was worth to die To beat old Satan, to beat his lies I left my dreams to fight for truth And dear old grandma